0: Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. In the 1940s, the White House was on the verge of collapse. Not politically, the actual house. The structure had been around for 140 years, and it creaked and popped under the weight of decades of renovations. In a 1946 letter to his wife, President Harry Truman clearly spooked by all the weird sounds, wrote, quote, The damn place is haunted. Sure as shooting. And so three years later, Truman and the First Family moved across the street to Blair House, and the inside of the White House was demolished. Everything but the exterior walls came down and was put back together in a painstaking three-year process. How did the White House even get to that point? Well, When the place was built over 200 years ago, it was lacking certain modern conveniences, and they got added in a hodgepodge of improvements over the years. John Quincy Adams made an early renovation to the mansion, bringing pumped water so he could water his garden. His successor, Andrew Jackson, was the first to get running water inside. A bathing room was added soon after. Millard Fillmore installed the first flush toilets And his successor, Franklin Pierce, built the first modern bathroom. Some might say that was Pierce's most notable achievement in office. The White House was a pioneer in telephone technology. The first telephone was installed less than a year after Alexander Graham Bell patented his telephone prototype. Rutherford B. Hayes was president. The Providence Journal reported that the president listened to his first call with a gradually increasing smile and then looked at the telephone and remarked, that is wonderful. Only one other place in Washington had a telephone at the time, the U.S. Treasury Department. And they didn't have a hard time remembering the White House telephone number. It was one. The White House was also a pioneer in air conditioning. Navy engineers built America's first air conditioning system in a desperate attempt to save President James Garfield's life after he was shot by an assassin in a train station during the hot and humid D.C. summer. The air conditioning system was made up of a fan pumping air through screens of cheesecloth, bathed in ice water, and it piped cooled air into Garfield's room. The primitive system cooled the air down to about 80 degrees. Garfield died anyway. By the time Truman took office, all these renovations had made the White House unstable. In three years, the White House was taken down and put back together with modern electric wiring, phone lines, and central heating and air. Steel girders were put in to support the structure. Truman moved back in on March 27, 1952, ushering in one more modern convention, television. He invited TV reporters in for a tour, showing off the renovation more than 30 million people tuned in. At one point, a reporter asked about the White House clocks. Do they all run? Yes, they all run, the president said. We have a special man who winds the clocks every Friday. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Gillian Brockell, who reported this story for The Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com Retropod. Hi, I'm Hannah Sampson, a reporter for The Washington Post By The Way. By The Way is your new digital home for travel. Find guides to the world's best cities, written by local experts, and discover news you didn't know you needed. Visit us at WashingtonPost.com travel.